to the That Got Me Thinking podcast. This week we're talking mental health, especially anxiety and seasonal affective disorder. Something I've heard many talk about this week and something I've really felt burdened by is overwhelm. Too muchness. Dealing with our own emotions and being present to others too can be just too much. And sometimes we reach a tipping point. We've been in survival mode for so long The impact is real and it shows through, offering us so much to do that it's so exhausting. And in my head, it feels like a pressure cooker sometimes. My overthinking produces itself in just thoughts, like a constant stream. Now, usually things that I do can help myself. Yoga, meditation, different things work for me. But my overthinking comes at night usually. The constant needs and worries and thoughts that can't escape our brains show up to me in the middle of the night. And I started to ask myself, from the work of Katie Byron, if you know it, is this thought true? Is this a real concern or is my brain whizzing out of control? And it does help gain perspective because to me words are powerful and our way of expressing ourselves and the internal chatter is also part of our internal and external world. Now, I've been reading a book this week called Emotional Agility, which states that during the average day, most of us speak 16,000 words, but our thoughts, our internal voice, produces thousands more. So the words that we hear and we speak, and more importantly, that we understand, really have an impact on how we feel, how we think, and our too muchness. And when I saw the poet Amanda Gorman perform her piece, The Hill We Climb, this week, it really made me feel emotional, the power of words to move a nation. And then I searched all of Amanda's previous work (laughs) and found she'd written a poem about women, for women, helping us to remember the power of words, especially to help us deal with issues and our struggles because they give us strength words have the power to raise us back up and I thought this was the perfect place to share so Amanda says we have the force of a hurricane but we build instead of break we have the might of an earthquake but we strengthen instead of shake for all our sakes we fight to make the world a cleaner greener place we take a stand answering the call not just for ourselves but all who will follow in our wake. We don't sit, wallow or wait, because we know the planet's fate is in our hands. We see that land, sea and sky has never been debatable, that a dream is only as attainable as it is sustainable. We don't just imagine the movement, we begin it, we plan it for the good of the planet. Women run it, knowing we can. It's not a question of just preservation, but progress, we will not rest. In our daily decisions we women may give, which you can't borrow the will to rise even if it's just for today for the eyes will be watching us tomorrow wow so this week i've interviewed the calm woman otherwise known as shan and i will let you listen to the interview and see what you think i think shan's amazing and i love what she's doing and i hope you do too enjoy have a great week 
Hello and welcome back to the That Got Me Thinking podcast. I am your host Nat and today we've got a very special guest. So I have been reading her blog on Instagram called The Calm Woman um, for a while and I love what the blog is about and so I reached out to Shan to see if she would like to record this podcast. So like I said she's better known as Shan um, and she's got a passion for mental health, writing, connection and a side hustle so she sounded just like my type of woman so here we are <laughs> so have I missed anything out Sean no I think that's that's pretty much nailed it hi <laughs> thank you for having me thank you yeah I'm Sean so I go by the calm women on social media and my blog um I'm a HR practitioner by day and then by night I do my own sort of social media business thing which is quite new for me um my passions are womanhood, mental health, um, yeah, people, empowerment, feminism, all sorts, really. Oh, you have come to the right place, John. This is yeah. why I knew you'd be <laughs> the right person for this for this podcast. <laughs> so, what um, what made you start your blog? What, how did it come about? Um, so I started my blog. I've been blogging for about four years, but that particular blog I started in twenty eighteen. Um. I was have struggled with anxiety and depression on and off since I was well with anxiety I've had it since I was a child yeah um and I kind of wanted to uh find a way to kind of um not like self-medicate but kind of offload um, and help others as well so initially it started as kind of a therapy thing for me and then I turned the calm woman actually into into a business. So um, not not in terms of yeah, not in terms of mental health business, but like I've used that name and now I I use that as a social media management marketing company as well. But the blog is kind of focusing on mental health and well being. So I've been doing it for a few years now. It, yeah, I talk about all kinds of topics on there. Um, so feminism is one of them. Um, like. COVID-19 coping with anxiety um right I <laughs> I really loved the one you did recently which was about um kind of general anxiety disorder but also about seasonal affective disorder because I I can resonate with everything you're saying and kind of certainly in the winter um that is something that I really resonate with as well have you got like anything like from doing your blog and things from your personal perspective is there anything you think oh that really helps me keep my triggers at bay that's a real good thing and I know it's really personal isn't it everyone's different but what what really helps you Sean um what in terms of seasonal affective disorder well yeah Gem, I, I know you said like your blog was almost like um medication essentially to you like helping you get it across but yeah, yeah. in terms of like what's helped you in covid and just at this time of year how what's helped you i suppose um i'd say moving exercising um i don't mm, i don't find exercise as enjoyable as a lot of people but i have found and learned to enjoy it during covid and i'd say that's what's kept me sane really um it was difficult because you know every time you got used to being back at the gym or whatever it then got snatched away from yeah, you again I know. So it, I, that was really hard but um my partner's really physically fit and he's really really good at um motivating me so um that that helps but I'd say yeah exercising writing and just doing things you love so if you're like 
someone who loves cooking just doing doing cooking I guess do you know what I mean just making yeah. space for that each week and I I felt that because I love to exercise but more than I know it gives me that feeling of well-being it's more about a mental thing for me more than a, a physical yeah. you know I'm doing this to be stronger or uh, be fitter and I am but I suppose being stronger and fitter mentally for me is what is Absolutely. what really helped me completely agree mm-hmm. really agree amazing and yeah I loved that blog I thought find that one in particular really interesting I was like oh this is good yeah I, in fact I took a picture of it and kept it on my phone just in case I needed it <laughs> yeah thank you oh no thank you so one and there's a I got two questions for you Sean so one of them is is there has anything ever happened in your life and perhaps it is the blog actually because we've been talking about that a lot but where you think gosh if that hadn't happened my life would have gone in like a totally different direction um and I know I'm putting you on the spot now and I probably should have pre-empted you with this one <laughs> um, right. but sometimes we've got those things of thing you think well if that in that experience could sometimes be perceived as negative initially can't it and you think oh wow that thing happened to me and I thought why wow, how's this going to take it and now I've you know I've managed to put it into a different direction and my life is totally different so I guess in terms of anxiety, I hmm, I didn't really have anxiety until I started school, so about four or five years old. Yeah. Um, but I don't think, in terms of this question, I don't think that's really relevant. I guess um, I could use the example of I nearly went to Portsmouth University rather than Brighton. So Portsmouth is where I'm from originally. Yeah. If I'd gone to Portsmouth University, I never would have moved out because I was so nervous about moving away from home. I never I never would have gone anywhere. I'd have stayed at my parents and never moved out. But I've actually moved to Brighton at age 18 for university and I've never moved back because I've lived here six years now. And it changed um, your life. Yeah, it's it's just weird to think that if I hadn't made that decision, I would probably still be too scared to even get on a bus um, in public or... Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Is that where you were before you moved, Chan? Yeah, so I was Port- Portsmouth, um, well, a small town between Portsmouth and Southampton. Um, but I would I would never have left there. I wouldn't because I was just so scared about moving yeah. away and getting so to what made, people. What made you take that big leap then? Because for some people comfortable is is good isn't it and we're really used to the comfortable and going outside of that really pushes us especially when we're dealing with anxiety and and things of that nature what made you think I'm going for this so it's nothing inspirational really I didn't that's the best time that's the best one (laughs) I didn't think I'd get the grades for Brighton University and I ended up getting them so (laughs) I ended up just going (laughs) you thought right here's my opportunity yeah and it's such a beautiful place um and Portsmouth is a lovely place but incredibly dull in comparison to Brighton yeah Brighton is certainly different yeah yeah um and we're near London as well and I've I've, you know I've gone to London more times in the last sort of four years than I've ever been in my life I hadn't really been to London until I moved to Brighton so that's pushed me out of my comfort zone but yeah I'd say that's a good one I never would have and that's because of the constraints for my anxiety you know yeah if I wasn't an anxious person if I didn't have anxiety I it wouldn't have I would have been excited for the adventure of university but instead I was worried about all the negative impacts um of what could happen if I chose to make this move you know 
Yeah, it's so interesting, isn't it? Because it's the, sometimes the things that we think hold us back actually catapult us forward and we just, it takes just a bit of perspective and a few years down the line to realise it. Definitely, absolutely. It's it's crazy, really. It's very, very inspirational. Okay, I've got I've got one more question, Sean, and then you can always chip in um, and some more information about you because I'm sure people will want to know more about your blog after listening to this. But what is the one thing you think that all women should know? Okay, um, so I think all women should know that life as a woman is going to be really hard and it's not really going to get much easier. Um, yeah. y- you know, um, we're programmed from from babies really to think we should be and act a certain way. Yeah. Um, what we should like, what we, what we shouldn't like, what we should be good at, you know, like dancing, cooking, you know, that mm. kind of stuff. Um and it's not going to get easier. Like you're a teenager, you have hormones, you have periods, yeah, you, you know, you have boys or girls or whatever it is. You have all these other things that just kind of rock up, and then adulthood comes along, and you you realise that catcalling's a thing, and you know, men are, and women aren't always going to be nice to you, and you know, there's all sorts of other stuff. And then later on in life, you've got maybe maybe childbirth or pregnancy or lack of more hormones. Yeah. <laughs> More, more things that you need to kind of consider or don't need to, but like it feels like there's pressure to consider those things. Sure. And then later on in life, there's menopause. So as if <laughs> you have that as well, yeah. As if you hadn't been beaten up enough by life, there's more. So life's not going to be easy as a woman, but um, we are, I genuinely believe, <laughs> the, the most powerful um the, the mo- not the most powerful gender as such both genders obviously equally par- powerful but um being a woman is our superpower in, in essence yeah like we are incredibly strong individuals we can we can carry children we we can carry a lot in terms of like emo- emotions like there's a lot of we, we can just deal with a lot do you know what I mean I feel like yeah. we have a lot of power and strength within us that whilst we might be perceived by society is perhaps the weaker sex we are completely the opposite I would say we are incredibly strong and powerful and we can get through whatever really I genuinely do believe that as well I love that so the power in the feminine definitely like um it's not easy (laughs) it's not easy being a woman but we are we are so strong emotionally and mentally and and physically a lot of us are I can't really speak for myself in terms of physically, but I am trying to get fitter and stronger. We can do whatever we set our minds to. I think so. I think so. Oh, I love that message, Sean. That's <laughs> Thank amazing. You. Thank you very much. So where can people learn more about The Calm Woman or where can they find things out about you? So predominantly the platform I use the most is Instagram. So I'm literally just at The Calm Woman. And I'll link um, Sean in this when I put the podcast yeah. out too, so you'll be able to find that. And the calmwomen.wordpress.com is my blog. Um, you can learn more about services I offer as well, um, but mostly I just use my blog to talk about experiences and tips and tricks for getting through periods of life that I found difficult. Um, I'm also on LinkedIn. <laughs> um and facebook i have a facebook page i do events as well i do free networking events once a month um 
which you can find on Eventbrite under the same name, The Calm, the Calm Woman, or you can look on Facebook um, under The Calm Woman Networking and you can look on there. It's free. The next one's the 11th of February and it's going to be on um, falling in love with yourself this Valentine's Day. <laughs> oh, I think I might have to join that. Yeah, that it's going to be a good one. It's going to be a good one. And I'm co host my, my, my best mate actually is co-hosting that with me. Um, so she'll be there as well. She's unapologetic women on Instagram. It's all about women. Oh, cool. We love it. <laughs> women in power. Well, we are in the right. Yeah, this was definitely the right collab then. I yeah, think definitely. Oh, Sean, thank you so much for your time. And I would just recommend anyone to check out The Calm Woman, especially uh, the blog is amazing. I think it's been really inspirational for women of all ages and stuff they're going on. So I really appreciate your time. And thank you so, so much. Oh, thank you so much, Natalie. It's been an absolute pleasure. Um, and I will certainly stay in touch with you. So thank you for reaching out and thank you for having me. Oh, thanks, Sean. Take care. Have a lovely Thanks. day. Yeah, bye. Bye. bye.